0: The New York Artists Collective Podcast, this next one's
1: about.
2: Hi there and welcome to the New York Artists Collective Podcast, this next one's about. My name is Stephanie Mans. I'm a singer-songwriter and a co-producer of the New York Artists Collective based right here in New York. We know that these are unprecedented times, so we wanted to take the podcast in a slightly different direction. Throughout the month of April, we will be taking the podcast online. I'll be doing some live interviews on Facebook every Wednesday from 8pm EST and we'll hear from various singer-songwriters and industry folk from across the spectrum. So today's episode was one I recorded last week with Justin Trawick and and his girlfriend Lauren the Munyan to talk about how they have been taking their shows online. Over the last three weeks, Justin has increased his social media followers from about 7,000 to over 10,000 and growing. He has also managed to pay his rent during this time from these online concerts. Now, I think that's pretty impressive and warrants a conversation. Justin Trawick is a singer-songwriter based in DC. He's a full-time musician, and I was lucky enough to play with him in New York at City Winery last year as part of his ongoing songwriter series, The Nine. Good job. So, Justin Lawrence Trawick and Lauren Munyon, welcome to the pod.
3: Oh my gosh, Lauren, she used my middle name.
2: Justin Lawrence. Justin Lawrence. Well, that you pop up on certain things as Justin Lawrence. So, and I thought, you know, Justin Lawrence Treywick. It sounds so regal.
0: It almost sounds like he's trying to take on my name, like Justin Lawrence. <laughs>
2: oh
3: yeah, or I'm a uh, I'm an assassin, or you know, because usually people that have. Uh, Done any kind of terrible work like that? Usually have three names, like like you know, Lee Harvey Oswald or Oswald or John Wilkes Booth or
0: Jonathan Taylor Thomas.
3: Um, but no, I, I Steph, I think that a lot of people like uh, musicians, for example, who have multiple pages on um multiple pages on Facebook. They make their private page, their personal page, a different name, mm. so that they drive all the 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 you know people to find their professional page and so that's why i have justin lawrence
2: i do it too i am steph It's my personal oh no everyone's going to find me now and stephanie
3: (laughs) is is because you outed me sorry
2: yeah good point good point point well made okay well guys um so i'm so thank you so much for joining me it's all sort of you know very quickly put together oh i look like you know kermit in that muppet muppet gif um yeah so it's all been hastily put together but this has all happened to us I suppose very quickly and you have been doing so well with the online shows and one of the things that I really want to talk to you about is how I mean were you doing online shows before this all kicked off how have you been mobilizing to make it so successful and you know you've been picked up by some news outlets by the Washington Post by Al Jazeera for the work that you've been doing so tell me about that and how how has this experience been for you so far
3: um so w- Uh, The short answer is that we had not done any shows like this before regularly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last, was it last winter? Two winters ago? Two winters ago. Two winters ago, um, ironically, we were supposed to go to New York, where you are, Mm. and I was supposed to go to New York and play a gig um, in the winter, and we had a huge snowstorm. And uh, I thought, I was real bummed, I was ready to go, I was excited about going to New York, and you know, as a replacement stuff for, uh, going into New York, I was like, well, I'm still going to play. Let's just play in your apartment and set up the, set this up. And we actually had a great experience and people engaged with us and, um, you know, stage it and, and concert window had already existed for a while. And I already, I knew about those, but I had always kind of avoided those for the same reason, Steph, that I had avoided, um, uh, doing crowdsource, uh crowdfunding uh, things like Kickstarter or GoFundMe. You know, I, I I don't know why, but I I thought at the time that it was a weird way to perform and get money. You know, I I always thought that like the way that you should get paid is like you should go somewhere, you should you should hang up your you know your clothes and put a uniform on in a in a in a, in a room. And then you should walk onto the stage and you should work. You should sweat. You should have to leave your apartment to do it. Um, and uh, that was the first time that we'd actually ever done anything mm-hmm. like that. And Lauren did it with me. Uh, the, well, we had no idea that the Justin and Lauren show would have started actually two years ago <laughs> once, <laughs> once and then never happened again for two more years. Um, but we had a great time. And so smash cut to March the 12th, uh, which was what, like two, two, weeks, two yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Um, March the 12th, uh, we, I had a nine show scheduled for DC. Um, and that's how you and I know each other.
2: Yep. Do you want to explain the nine show whilst we're here? Do you want to explain the nine show? Uh,
3: real quick. The nine is something that I started back, uh, around 2008 as a way for me and my friends to get into better venues and in front of more people. The nine, um, was actually started at a place called DC nine in Washington, DC, which is why it's the the nine songwriter series and not the eight or the seven. Um, it's, uh. The idea being that if we all band together and each draw a small portion of the of the crowd, that collectively we can pack the room. And then the show itself is unique in the sense that um, we all attempt to collaborate and 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 sit in with each other. And it's a very fast moving show where like the stage and the and the artists are constantly changing. Um, so we had one of those set up in in DC and on March the twelfth. And as you know from doing the nine before, the nine is. Um, you know, like we're all sharing microphones. And on March 12th, it was still essentially like mm. one before everyone collectively said we should be social distancing. Right. It was, it was a suggestion, but it was not right. it, it, like 12 hours later, it was everyone really started that. But I was, I, the venue did not actually cancel. I actually canceled, I canceled the nine that night because I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. And again, we were bummed. And I think around like 11 a.m. noon, Lauren was literally in the shower. And I was like, well, I want to do this. I don't know what time. Lauren is usually the person I run everything by just to get her opinion on. But honestly, she was in the shower and I, I think I was too lazy to get up. So I just made an executive decision for eight, job. for 8 p.m. <laughs> I don't do a lot of executive des- decisions. Lauren is the CEO of Trawick Trey- Enterprises. This
2: is true. I understand uh, this. but When we were setting up and Lauren and I were just chatting, she says, I'm, She says, Lauren, uh, Justin says that I'm the one who lands the plane. I can see that that's what you meant by that. <laughs> the plane and I landed. <laughs> okay. I but feel like we're getting we into a- different territory there, but okay.
3: <laughs> we, so we did our first show on the 12th. and. It was really amazing. You know, I think that doing these live streaming shows um, are currently working so well because of the fact of what's going on in the world. Uh, because of the fact that what's going on in the world, people have been a little bit more in tune to, um, A, needing entertainment because they can't get out of their home, or at least they shouldn't be getting out of their home. And B, everyone is is extremely hyper aware of the fact that um, many people aren't working uh, and, and some, some at all, uh, you know, like, you know, most musicians out there, uh, if not a hundred percent of musicians out there have lost a hundred percent of their live performance work. And for people like me, that's a hundred percent of my income is from playing live. This is my full-time job. And so I think that everyone, because of the sheer nature of the fact that this is a global pandem- pandemic is Hyper aware of this, and because of that, streaming shows have worked out for the better in this regard. Um, we had a huge amount of um, uh, engagement.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we had uh, tons of comments and likes. Every one of our shows so far have been have, has had thousands of views. Um, and honestly, the tips that we've gotten—I don't think that we're going to say the amount, but I can tell you that the tips have really helped cover the cost of uh, the first handful of shows that I've missed from doing this, which has been great. great. It's allowing us to, like, I literally paid our rent yesterday and we have had to go out and buy groceries and stuff like that. I mean, we're not destitute. My parents taught me how to save money, but I'm not trying to go into that either. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, and you were talking about, you know, how online shows have taken off because people are looking for entertainment Um, We've obviously seen a huge rise in people using Zoom and having like virtual hangouts and things like that. So do you think, you know, in terms of the way that people are trying to stay connected and find community that, you know, this is sort of another way for them to to do that?
0: Absolutely. What we found is we have uh, the same people coming back each show and they're now commenting with each other. They have inside jokes. And so what we've been able to do is kind of get this levity in a bottle that people play with us, they play with each other. And we we now have a friend who uh, we knew he was a bouncer at one of our live shows and he has become like another part of our show. We call him like our, our scary, cuddly bouncer guy. Mm-hmm. And he messes us and everyone's like, go James. So it's it's been really fun that people look forward to Thursdays and Sunday nights to connect, not just with us, but with each other.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would say, Steph, is that, um in our experience doing this in our experience doing it before and just in my experience of watching other people do it i think the people that are most successful doing the live streaming right now are the ones who do not treat it like a normal show
1: mm-hmm.
3: who are the ones who do not treat it like a normal bar gig or even a live concert in a venue you have to treat this more like it's a tv show rather than a live performance and in that sense because of the fact that, like you know, if someone goes and sees comes and sees us, or goes and sees you play at the city winery where you and I played before, like there's ambiance and there's more people and and clapter and uh, clapter. Um, <laughs> I like clap, laughter. Clap, Clapping and laughter is contagious. Like you're around other people. If someone else laughs or cries, you'll do it too. When it's just you in front of a screen broadcasting, you know, to people, but in the room that you're in, there's no one here. You have to be on, you have to have um, like a radio person, like a radio or TV personality of like no dead time ever. Um, You have to either be, and just the most amazing engaging musician, heartfelt, you know, cause, tear causing musician that's ever existed, or you have to be entertaining in some other way. And, you know, the only reason why we're lit up here at all, for example, is because Lauren actually had the, previously owned um
0: photography photography
3: umbrellas photography lights that we actually set up and we like really tried to make it look like a a a set a tv set we're actually not faced the direction that is the direction that we normally do our show from with your hat rack
2: right i've seen that
3: yeah yeah we actually have a sign that says my band's name and we we painted lauren painted a sign that says on air like if you were at a radio station or a tv show mm-hmm. um kind of cool i think that it's the it's even if it's like extremely in the most extremely low budget production possible making any kind of like production elements that look like it took some effort um really really helps lighting i mean it's lighting is so s- simple yet like I've noticed a lot of people, I mean, because everyone's doing it now, there's so many people that are like, they're in the dark, or they're backlit, you know, like they have a, a light back here. So it just looks like two silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that sometimes people um, just don't know because they've never done it before. And they just, unfortunately, we're all kind of doing this for the first time together. And these are just the things that we've learned fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. We also, a week, so we've made, um, We've already made some mistakes that we won't do it. I don't know. I don't want to say we won't do it again. We won't do
0: them the same way again.
3: We had an interview. We inter- it did not go well. We no no no. Hold on. The interview I, went well. I don't want to say it didn't go well because I want to be able to say his name. I don't want to make him feel bad.
0: No, he was great.
3: <laughs> we had Tony Luca from The Voice. Tony Luca um, was uh, from The Voice and pre- before The Voice, many years before The Voice, he was in the Mickey Mouse Club, the reimagined Mickey Mouse Club between 1989 and 1993, which besides Tony Luca also had other uh, memorable people like Ryan Gosling, Justin, uh, Justin Timberlake, JC Chazé.
2: Well, I think I follow him, actually. I don't know. I think through you, I think I weirdly follow him.
3: Tony is awesome. And he was such a, like, a great sport. He, he actually called in and like, we talked to him very similar to how we're talking now, except for our budget was, again super low we put our her speaker phone next to the next to the <laughs> microphone and that was it but honestly it was great but the one thing that we discovered is that the 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 show um, the 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 viewer and the listenership that we had we had created was used to us just in our stupid banter and and lauren rolling her eyes at me and us playing you know uh songs where instead now we have like a guy doing an interview for 20 minutes and as good as it was we noticed a, a, lot, a, a drop in our, um, in our viewership at that yeah. moment. Like we could literally, we were just watching it by the tens going down. So that's like something that we've amended. Like we're probably not going to do that again. As much as it was great for us personally, it wasn't great potentially for um, engagement. Our, our engagement.
0: Cool. Oh, so this podcast is going to go really well then.
1: <laughs> no,
0: but you see <laughs> It should have just been a podcast. Instead, we tried to make it a visual show with just voices. It doesn't work as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's two th- couple of things I wanted to touch on there. So in terms of what you were saying about um, prior to coronavirus and the way that you were thinking about um, shows and versus like you know going out, putting your, your uniform on, if you like, and going to work, um, and the way that you know, you felt about an online gig, was there any, in, I don't know how to phrase this, but was there any kind of shame for you associated with an online gig? Is it sort of, was it sort of, it's a bit, is it less than it? Was it did you sort of consider it not worth your time or you didn't want to do it because you, I don't know, the, the, potentially what you thought people might think of you doing it. Um, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. Like I've never done one before because pure fear. I honestly thought no one would show up if I did an online show.
3: Well, I'll I'll go backwards. I think that the biggest problem with the online shows now that we're all being thrown into, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with the online shows, especially now, especially if you have a good idea. I mean, you have to have a good idea. If it's just you playing songs in a corner, you, you just better be really good or have a really, really large following because otherwise it's just going to be you playing songs in a corner to not probably many people. Um, and right now we've all been thrown into this and the one thing that i've kind of noticed is that a lot of the people who are doing very well at it had pre-established followings before the coronavirus thing happened essentially is like there's like a there was like a start date and at the start date of the coronavirus so let's just call it march 12th because that's what it was for us um prior to that start date I already had a fairly good uh, Facebook following that I had worked on for years. I had 7,000 people at that moment that followed my, personal, uh, my music page, 5,000 people that followed my personal page, 13,000 people that followed me on Instagram, 10,000 people that followed me on Twitter. And I've, I've worked on that really, really hard. I've made a concerted effort over the last 10 years to build that up. By having those numbers, when we did our first show, we had three or 4000 people view us that uh, that night and the following week uh, that night we i don't know i don't remember i think we probably like 60 had 60
0: or 70 live viewers
3: hmm, what? I, think, I
0: think it was 60 or 70 people that we had
3: on you mean per, at the same yeah, time
0: yeah engaged with any moment. but
3: the, by the time our 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 show is done we had probably had about 1000 views and if you look at all of our, uh, if you, you can go into like our, my videos section of my music page, and they all now have like four, three to 5,000 views. And that's just because of the, the sheer nature of the fact that I already had a following to go to. And that's where it's really, um, it's really tough for the people who are thrown into this, who didn't have that kind of following already before this started. Because it's all the, the live streaming shows is really to me all about access. Um, there are people that I, I'm fans of that are way bigger than us, but not like Chris Martin. They're, you know, regional or nationally touring singer songwriters that'll draw like 100, 200 people in, you know, every major city, which is a career, but not necessarily fame. Um, and, you know, we thought that we were doing great. And then we looked at their, um, like where we had, you know, you can go into your live chat. Your, your your live performance and it'll say how many people are actually in the room at that moment it's like usually at the top of the screen and um so the, you know like i think only once have we ever broken over a hundred people at once watching us but people come in and out all the time as they have responsibilities get there late go uh, leave early um But but some of you know there's a Joey Harcum lives in uh, Annapolis and he's a nationally touring singer songwriter, and he had like I think like four or five hundred people at once in at once watching his show. Um, Chris uh, Jacobs is another guy that lives out in Baltimore who's a big nationally touring guy and playing all the big festivals. He had you know five or six hundred people at once watching his show, and it just really showed like what the power of of a prior fan base has done, but I don't think that those things are impossible to get if you didn't have them already. Another thing that I have done, um, I told you when we started this stuff on March the 12th, I had 7,000 Facebook follow-on likes. I now, so actually, what is it, two weeks later? It's March 12th, it's now April 1st, it's a little over two weeks later. I now have 10,000, and that's because I literally, texted or emailed or um facebook message about 500 people that i've ever talked to on facebook um and i said hey you know i'm attempting to do these live streaming shows as a way um for me to keep myself um and my girlfriend afloat while all this stuff is happening and the only way that i can do that is if i have access to more people i actually wrote directions in like a simple paragraph Do you have, do you mind taking literally 30 seconds on your computer or your phone to go to your, uh, my page, go to community, go to invite friends, pressing invite all send, and then you're done. It takes about 30 seconds. And I literally sent that to about 500 people. And I would say well over half of them did it. And I'm now, I went from having 7,000 Facebook followers to now having over 10,000 in just over two weeks. And that is giving us way more access because the other problem is is if we're actually attempting to use this as any kind of monetary stream, the idea in my head is that as as this continues going longer and longer, people that are tipping us now and being very kind tipping us now probably won't be able to continue tipping us. People aren't just going to keep giving us money, the same person over and over again. So in my mind, the only way to really combat that is to be getting new people, is to be getting bringing new people in, which is part of the reason why I did that.
2: Awesome. And did that
3: answer the question? It did.
2: That was a lot of there were a lot of gold nuggets in there that I think people will find really useful and really helpful. Um, and before, so we're gonna you're gonna play a little song in a minute, but I have one more question for you before I will let you do that. Before I will let you do that, how gracious of me. Um, so these live shows, I think, for people who are sort of, you know, more outgoing and more um, engaging, I guess, because like a lot of artists are sort of introverts by nature. What would you sort of say to them in terms of, you know, getting uncomfortable to,
0: to become comfortable to do this? It was yours. Uh-huh. So it's un- this is what I do for a living. Um, it's understanding what your kind of artistic superpower is. So what is it that people come to see you for? Is it for those, you know, storytelling elements? Is it for your humor? Is it for those quirky moments? So it's kind of doubling down on who you are anyway and, and amplifying that. If if you find that you're kind of quiet, how do you play off of people and have a conversation with them? So is it asking for requests and, and telling the story of, you know, the song that you're playing, if it's an original or uh, a memory of something that you knew in the past that made you think of the song. So it's bringing people into your world. Um, And, and actually this plays really well to introversion. So if you have any type of stage fright of like people are judging me or they're, they're watching the basketball game above my head at a bar or they're on their phone, we can imagine whatever we want on the other side of the screen. We can create that new world. And it's putting ourselves in that, in that mindset in order to be our, our best performer. And, I think it's just pushing through that discomfort. And every time you do it, you're building new resilient steps and muscles to rely on the next time you do it. And every time you do it, you get better. We keep learning, we keep screwing up, and then we keep moving forward.
3: One of the things, Steph, that's been really cool is that as we do this and we uh, get a little bit more um, less in our heads about it and we're just being fun and silly and singing songs and and telling dumb jokes, um, people are beginning to uh, offer us ideas. Uh, We actually had... I don't know if you noticed today, we posted it on Facebook, uh, Facebook, a lady from the Loudon Literacy Council, which is uh Loudon Literacy Council. Is I saw in, that. Um, it's uh Loudon County where I'm from in Virginia. In Virginia. Um, they sent us that book because they're currently doing an initiative where they're getting people n- notable. I said, I said it loosely notable people from Loudon County to sing that book, uh, to, to read books. Um, to kids kids online. Mm -hmm. And so they sent that to us because they know what we're doing. And because that book has a musical component to it. So on our last show, we did a rehearsal where we actually did that live on our show. And then yesterday um, we actually filmed just it, which is what is now going live. Um, And has, I think at the moment, like almost over 70 shares. It's only been up for like 12 hours Mm -hmm. and it's Got, uh, how many views does it have? I
0: think it's over 3,000, but it keeps moving up every time I check it.
3: Just that one little video of just us doing that, not our show. Yeah. Uh, that we got that from doing our show. Like mm-hmm. people have been reaching out to us being like, hey, you should do this. We can send you this. Yeah, It's
0: more That's of amazing. a yes. <laughs> Sorry, yes and what? Yes and approach. So yes and approach. They no to lots of things rather than how might we approach it and make it work for us.
2: Yeah, I, you're you're absolutely right. I think at the moment, you know, I'm about to do my first live show or my first online show, and I'm like, oh, cool, online show. And like the thought of expanding that at the moment in my mind is just a bit like, oh, that's just you're blowing my mind. We're talking outside of the box right now, but that's really cool, and I'm so glad it's working so well for you. And I'm interested to see what you do next. I mean, quite honestly, we probably have another four weeks of this, and you guys will have another, I don't know, eight plus shows at least.
3: Yeah, we're, we 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 decided early on to do them twice a week, Thursday and Sunday, 8 p.m. And uh, we've branded that now fairly well, where I think people who've been watching repetitively know that we're going to be doing it. Thursday and Sunday, I posted a slightly snarky comment in the middle of the night last night on Facebook that says something to the extent of Facebook live videos just become normal videos. Um, because people keep messaging me and they're like, I missed your show. When's the next one? Like, you didn't miss it. It's still there. You can No, but they want to be part of the live experience.
0: I understand. There's There is a technological generational learning curve right now. So let's be kind <laughs> Of our friends and family <laughs> of course of course now um
2: i'm gonna ask you guys to play a song and if you're watching uh on online on the live stream um if you have any questions for for justin and lauren um hit us up now i, I have an ipad thing going on i'm quite technical this evening it's great um so guys what are you going to sing for us
3: um <clears throat> we're going to sing five and dime
0: okay Just
3: a mic. and Let's see, you might, Steph, you might want to mute your side. Good point. All right.
1: Yeah.
3: All right, this song is called Five and Dime. This song is currently uh, being mixed right now. It's been recorded and it's currently being mixed for our new record with the full band. And um, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Um, Okay.
1: be am so slippery, the sauce. I got a hand of two little of ride on the first try. We got those big dreams swinging from the proof. I can't go out of body. What I do with my hoodie. I never told you where I think I'm really going to put Never had a reason yet yeah, to show you my hand to check it. Now, never, baby, baby, now never, baby, come on, come on, close around and they give me my plan. I'm, Goddamn, look at my life. Standing on the corner of a five and nine. Looking over my shoulder. But every like now oh, I can smile as hell. I tell the before when you just don't know. I hope I make it through the day, but for now I'll just live for today. Oh, 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 yeah, da, da, da. Oh, 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 yeah, da, da, da. Oh, 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 yeah, da, da, da. What, 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 what? Oh. Now my nerves are falling, Late, fate is calling. I got about a foot. Now you're starving, darling. But got a fire still, everything must go quick, quick. Got the door ready set. Go running away from me, something like a centipede. Gotta make room with the bread to a me away, dug up by another man, treasure on a rainy day, goddamn, look the my life, standing on the corner of a five and dime, looking up my shoulder, living every day like it's my last, oh hell, how do I tell the friend to phone when you just don't know, I hope I'll make it through the day, but for now, I'll now hold on, wait, 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 Warren, are you ready? I'm ready. No wait, you know I called you by the wrong name, boy. You did. What's my name, Justin? Your name is Jersey Fresh know Why? Right. Why? Because you're from New Jersey. No, oh, wait. No wait. How do we spell it? How do you spell it? J R S Y F R S A. All right, you gonna rap for us? Sure am. Here we go. What? Hey, come on. We huh? got hopes and dreams. We got ways and means. of the green dream team. Always open the scene. Woo! Selling raps, making dreams. And we uh-huh. rise to the top. Uh-huh. Who the hell wanna see me? I hate to do the job. Come on. All right. Fall and you just don't know I hope I'll make it today but for now, I'll just sit for today hey. that was
2: awesome I love that song when when did you say that's going to be available
3: uh it was probably going to be available in May normally <laughs> now
2: now <we> <laughs> so so one of our um one of our NYC inner circle members um just released uh, a single today. So people are releasing music, but right. I, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's not the ideal way to do it, but if it's, if it was something that you'd already planned, I guess, you know, it's, when, it's what happens. We can do it. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed hearing all of those insights and that amazing song five and dime coming to us at some point later this year.
3: dot,
2: dot, 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 Justin and Lauren. Thank you so much. Thanks,
1: Steph.
3: Thanks, Steph.
2: Hi, Justin Trewick and Lauren Lemunyan. So, mate, you—I really enjoyed that chat. Online streaming really is the way to go. Um, if you appreciated that and you want to throw Justin some money into his virtual tip jar, you can Venmo him at Justin Trewick, T-R-A-W-I-C-K. And if you want to join us tonight on Stage It, we have four artists who are taking to the virtual stage to bring you uh, an incredible evening of music. You can check that out all in today's episode details. And next week I will be interviewing Nashville artist Sasha McVeigh to talk about her experience post-Tornado in Nashville, as well as the as well as the shutdown on Broadway. And that will be live to the New York Artists Collective Facebook page, and of course, that is in today's details. As we continue through this pandemic, please stay safe, and we will try and bring you some helpful music tips and some great performances as well. I'm Stephanie Manns. Stay mighty. New York Artists Collective